Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. This teacher follows French Muslim woman, Caesar Winner. Hafsia Hersey, uh, as she travels to New York City to visit her childhood best friend from the rough neighborhoods outside Paris. When the reunion proves disastrous, Hafsia steals her friend's credit card and identity and disappears in a, to a remote cabin upstate deep in the woods. And alone for the first time in her life, she experiences a divine revelation of an existence without borders. And that is the story behind this wonderful narrative film, very challenging film in terms of uh, the themes in the film. And the film is called This Teacher, and we're joined today by the director and writer. That would be Mark Jackson. Mark, welcome to Film School. Thank you so much for having me, Mike. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to have you here. Uh, the film, as I, I sort of alluded to, it's, uh, it's about, this, obviously, this French Muslim woman. She was raised in France, but she's a Muslim and comes to America to see her friend. And along with it, sort of the baggage that we are sort of experiencing now as we move through through life um, in our society in the modern world of prejudice and expectations and such. Uh, t- talk a little bit about the uh, the origins of the story. Sure. Um, I had worked with uh, Hafsi on my previous film, War Story, I'd had a great experience with her. I think she's a phenomenal actress, phenomenally talented, so I wanted to uh, write something specifically for, for her. I was moved to, I think like many, moved by the policies of this administration that represent the very worst of humanity to, to take some sort of action. Um, and I thought together, Hasi and I could uh, try and provide a humanizing portrait of a, of a Muslim woman mm-hmm. that I thought was pretty urgent right now. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things I liked about her character, her characterization in the, in the role, is she, she's, I mean, she's obviously struggling to, to find her place. She, she wants, she's here in America because she has a friend who's doing well on the outside, seems to be doing well. But she also has this very quiet but fierce determination to be, be herself to what what I think she anticipates will be a rough time in America, and it seems to be ready to react uh, strongly to anything that she perceives as as uh, diminishing her as a human being. And that she and that's one of the things that I thought uh, she did really well in the role was sort of that that barely contained um, fierceness in her in her performance. Is that something you talked about? Is that something, I mean, obviously something that was a part of the film, but how did you approach her and yourself approach that? Well, we wanted to take something that was kind of a universal story. Someone is at a, a crossroads in life, quarter life, and uh, they return to the past. So she returns to a, a childhood friend that she hadn't seen in years and tries to reconnect and and finds that this person has gone on a completely different path and was no longer recognizable from the the woman that she the young the young girl that she grew up with um, outside of Paris and so from there she uh, heads to to nature and she's really alone for the very first time um, and it was 
it was important for us to to really take a hard look at the rhetoric of hatred that's um, become normalized right now. So uh, if you look at the racism and xenophobia and misogyny and paranoia and hatred that's tapped out on tweets daily from our uh, yeah. our president, and what, is, what does it do to someone like Hafsia from Hafsia's background who's... Um, who's internalized that rhetoric and, and it's become, you know, utterly normal. How does, uh, how does that affect her? And, and what if that uh, turned her towards uh, uh, something of a saintly path towards religious ecstasy or some sort of awakening? Right. Yeah, that's a very interesting part of the film, is, is her um, connection, reconnection with this, the forest that's adjacent to this cabin that she finds herself in to to as she tries to yeah tries to reconnect with something that's real to her and along the way we get this sort of it's a metaphysical uh, reawakening how would you care you said religious or spiritual i guess spiritual right well yeah i think i mean i grew up in the catholic church um and and so that's it's usually termed a religious ecstasy, the, right. you know, an experience that transcends the self that, that a saint has gone on. I think I, I lived for a number of years over in Italy, so there's um, uh, it's it's no surprise to me that the you know, the stories of the saints uh, uh, and growing up in the Catholic Church yeah. know, made a real mark on me. Yeah. And um, the patron saints of Italy are Saint Francis, who lived and prayed in caves in nature and uh and saint catherine of siena was also right um, you know definitely an influence on on this journey that this young woman has right in in terms of where the you're still going with the story do you see her reawakening in this religious spiritual way is is a do you see that as a response to the to what's happening in the world? I mean, you, you mentioned you know the president's daily dose of uh, of uh, misogyny and hatred and and marginalizing people. Uh, you see that as is this as a kind of a proactive way to respond to this kind of crazy? Yeah, it was just it was just a a thought, you know. What if this the internalization of this of this rhetoric exploded in a divine experience? I guess. You know, and in a divine experience that existed outside of uh, the confines of of a particular religion. Right. Right, and it, in the film, it, it's quite it it, it when it happens. I'll, as I'm just speaking as a you know as a viewer, I wasn't sure what was happening. I thought I knew. Now, I mean, there was there was a, there was a there was a, a a level of uncertainty as to what was actually going on, but then it becomes clear as the film progresses um, what what was happening, and then there is this kind of um, freeing up of the character later on in the film. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah. It's a, it's I. It's a really. I again. I, I. It's really an interesting and I as I said in the intro, kind of a challenging film. I mean, it's one you 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 really want to pay attention to. You really want to sort of um, 
listen, listen to the characters, listen to to what they're saying uh, in the film. And and I thought, and that's really it, it's a strength of the film. I think that's because you're you it's you, it pays off in terms of uh, how the when the film as it goes goes forward. I felt like that, that was uh, um, an important part. And I thought that was something that you were trying, you were def- definitely trying to convey to to the audiences. Listen to what they're saying. Listen to how these, the sort of the values of her her friend that now lives in New York and what she's saying and what she's about, and how Hafsia's journey, if you will, is at odds with that. Yeah, I think what's interesting about this for me, um, I co-wrote it with my partner Dana Thompson, who's uh, a phenomenally gifted writer uh her novel her first novel the hair cutter uh, just came out recently and and she's uh, a self-taught writer really some of the most wildly inventive prose i've ever read mm. and uh and she's just brilliant and and my previous two films so to give you a little uh perspective in the third so i break up a film sequentially you know if there's eight sequences there's two in the first act four in the second act two in the third act if you just look at the first part of that third act it has more dialogue than in my first two movies combined Mm -hmm. Um, and and so it was you know trying to uh the effort to you know i had a great writing partner to write this dialogue with but it was also trying to make it a little bit more accessible Mm -hmm. um my previous two movies are a lot of you know the, is a lot of the action was happening internally and uh, and wordlessly, mm-hmm. and so it was, it was really interesting for me to try and uh, have the characters say exactly what they were feeling. Yeah, I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with the director writer of the film uh, This Teacher. It is uh, be screening at the Los Angeles Film Festival. It's interesting you should mention you're talking about your previous films. There wasn't a lot of dialogue, a lot of internal. And she seems to embody that. Again, I, that's what I was talking about earlier. She carries with her this sort of just below the surface. Um, you can see it in her, in the way that she moves, in the way that she sort of uh, will will be standing in a room with other people, that she is prepared for something to happen. She's ready for what might be around the corner and for a lot of different reasons, apparently. So, um, I, again, goes back to her testament, testament to her as a, as a performance in, in, in the film. I mean, and, and it would be remiss if I didn't mention, you know, the Islamophobia that America is awash in now is, is certainly a, 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 certainly a big part of the film. Uh, and her encounter with a couple, and I don't want to give too much away, but her encounter with a couple... Who, by the way, I thought they were both really solid in their in that role. Um, help me out. Is it, it Lucy Walters? Was Lucy Walters and Kevin King? And Kevin yeah, King. they're they're great. They were really, really, happy, really yeah. happy to have them. They yeah. were really good in this film. I I I I appreciated. I appreciated. Yeah, there was there was there wasn't a lot of uh, shrill kind of responses back and forth i thought they were they i just thought they did a really nice job their performances were yeah appropriate they were they were solid and and i i thought they were just terrific in the film 
And uh, well, what's been the reaction to the film? Um, where, where else is it? Is this the premiere of the film at the LA Film Festival? Yeah, this is the premiere. Okay. Um, it's the world premiere tomorrow. Okay. And then we'll have our international premiere uh, over in London oh. in, in October. So um, they were they were really. Uh, we sent I sent it in very late to London. Uh, I actually just finished the movie on Friday on Monday. So oh, been, okay. Yeah. All um, right. So it's interesting. It's interesting to talk about it in a you know a more in a thematic way because I've just been very focused on the you know just getting technically it done. making sure that it's you know color corrected, finished, yeah, all that good stuff. <laughs> Well, uh, I, so it's so literally. I mean, um, I'm sure a few people have seen the film. I'll be very curious to the reaction of the film. I, I'm because it is a mix of, you know, the world we live in and the world that we aspire to. How's that for a way to put it? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be very curious, and I'm really interesting reactions to uh, to the film. And uh, um, I, this is what I love about artists. This is what I love about filmmakers like yourself, Mark. Is that you are the canaries in the coal mine you're the people who point the way and uh sometimes it's a difficult point <laughs> to be made but uh, i'm i'm you know i'm glad for people like yourself who are who are willing to step up and and and, and make us li- listen and, and pay attention well thank you yeah my, my yeah, point i think this this little guy it's it's um there's a lot of kind of religious allusions throughout to religious figures throughout the film and and one of which is uh thinking about a story about the Buddha and uh, someone asked him about, he's speaking to an audience, someone asked him about the meaning of life and uh, he just lifts up up a flower and um, and there's one guy in the audience who gives him a look and he understands. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, just, that's, that's the hope with something like this. If there's just, uh, it can maybe change a few minds or and, make people ask a few tough questions or take a hard look at them themselves and their own prejudices. Right. Well, you got to ask the question first. And, yeah. you know, that's what this is about. So, um, well, uh, con- yeah, congratulations on the film. Congratulations on the performances that you were able to pull out of these actors. And uh, I look forward to the premiere. I'm, I'm sure uh, it'll, it'll go well. And, yeah, I hope that uh, you'll come back. I, I, I really do look forward to seeing uh, you back here on the show to talk about some future work. And uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you about it, Mark. Thank you. You too, Mark. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, you're very welcome. Again, the film, this teacher, we've been speaking with the writer and director of the film. That'd be Mark Jackson. Thanks. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.